This is your next step to defeating the narcissist. Learn how to master your boundaries, how to release responsibility for another's emotional response, how to feel the power of your self-sovereignty, free yourself from narcissistic abuse, and draw long-lasting, powerful boundaries. Get your free How Empaths Can Draw Powerful Boundaries workshop now at ravenscott.show forward slash free dash workshop. Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, and I welcome you here to the show. If you are new and are enjoying this podcast, help me help others. Rate and review. Take a screenshot and DM me at Raven Scott Show on Instagram for a free human design reading to answer your pressing questions about the root cause, your future, and external forces that influence you. You will either walk inside your story and own it or stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. This is just one of the many powerful statements of Mark V. Smith as a dear colleague, guest on the podcast, and fellow podcaster of his own show, The Process. He is sharing words of perseverance and discipline that help you in your trying situation, push through and succeed in your life's journey. You can listen to our conversation on the Empath and the Narcissist podcast by yours truly, Raven Scott, Season 3, Episode 38. Eliminate your fears and grow to rid your life of the narcissist. Head on over to subscribe to both shows to wherever you listen to The Process and Empath and the Narcissist to regain your sparkle back after narcissist abuse and grow in your self-development process. Today, I have a special episode for you. I'm sharing with you a show that I was a guest on with Mark V. Smith on his radio show on star107fm.com. And he has a show every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Mark V. Smith is a motivational speaker and host of his own radio show, The Process. And if you go back to the episode that we did together on my show, he shared with us in episode 38, the obstacle is the way to finding a lesson. And most people don't change to the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain to change. He also shared with us comfort is the casualty of growth and the rug being pulled away from us was really a door that was opening up for us and for him to walk through that had always been there. So look at the bright side of when things happen to you, they're actually happening for you. And he himself has been in a toxic relationship and can relate to you. He has some amazing acronyms that he shared with us on the podcast that he is copywriting. One is growth, gradual reminder, obstacles will test hope. The other is pride. Please remember, ignorance destroys everything. And he talks a lot on his show about the 86,400 seconds in a day. And what are we doing with our time? And that's why I titled this, If Not Now, to Leave the Narcissist, Then When? 
time is precious. You can't get those times, those years, those days back that you have been sitting in fear because the narcissist has made you fearful of what is out there and what could be. So this is why I share with you this episode as a special today. So I hope you enjoy and make sure that you find Mark V. Smith and tune into his show every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Let's get into the show. You will either walk inside your story and own it or stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. This is just one of the many powerful statements of Mark V. Smith as a dear colleague, guest on the podcast, and fellow podcaster of his own show, The Process, he is sharing words of perseverance and discipline that help you in your trying situation push through and succeed in your life's journey. You can listen to our conversation on The Empath and The Narcissist podcast by yours truly, Raven Scott, season three, episode 38. Eliminate your fears and grow to rid your life of the narcissist. Head on over to subscribe to both shows to wherever you listen to The Process and Empath and the Narcissist to regain your sparkle back after narcissist abuse and grow in your self-development process. Good morning. I'm Mark V. Smith, author of The Process. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Season 7 of The Process. Man, we've had a long, long journey. But I feel special um, about this series. Now, we've covered a lot of areas. Um, we, we talked about um, the foundation, where do we go from here, the perfect storm, why not me. Man, and the list goes on, on and on, down to this series, which I'm going to focus a lot about is time. More importantly, what are we doing with our time? This series, The Choices We Make during the daily 86,400. That's what we all have. We have 86,400 seconds in a 24-hour period. Amazing. So what are we going to do with it? Are we going to continue to waste it? Are we going to continue to prosper? Or are we going to learn from each one of those seconds that we have within us? Man, I am so excited to kick off this series. I've got a good friend of mine out of the uh, L.A. area, uh, Miss Raven Scott, who's going to be joining me today to share her wisdom. Um, she's an author. She's a fellow podcaster. I was actually on her show. I was the first male, first guy to be on her show, so that was really an honor. But it's really an honor to share some things that she's going to talk about different types of behaviors that I've experienced as well. So she really gets into some dialogue, and then I created a brand new message for this series. So I want you to um, have a have a good cup of coffee. Make sure you've got more than one ink pen or pencils. If you choose to write with a pencil, we don't care. But just want to take notes, man, and embrace what uh, Raven has to say, and then what I have to say in my message. So again, without further ado, I want to welcome you to season seven of the process. The choices we make during our daily 86,400 seconds. Talk with you soon. So I got to the point where I was like, honestly, being with nobody, having no one else love me is much better than the pain and cycle that I'm experiencing with this person. Mm -hmm. 
Good morning again. Thank you for joining me in a brand new message, the season debut of The Process Season 7, which we're going to talk a lot about uh, time. I have a great friend of mine who's actually, um, we're on the East Coast, we're a few hours ahead of her, so we had a a bit of a conversation right before we got started this morning, and uh, she was asking how humid does it get out here in the D.C. Maryland area, I had to tell her it gets quite, quite humid. She has a luxury of being on the West Coast, being in the water, being able just to see the beautiful things that are going out there. Her name is Miss Raven Scott. Now, I know a lot about Raven. But through our conversation today, you're going to get a lot to know more about her as well. So before we get started, Raven, are you out there? I'm here. Thank you so much. I was laughing and smiling at your, (laughs) I have the luxury of the West Coast. I truly, truly appreciate my luxury. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, we've dialogued. I've actually been on your show as well, and we've talked back and forth. Can you, I know a lot about you. Can you tell our listeners today a little bit about who Raven Scott truly is? Oh, who I truly am. I am a complex person, as every one of you listening is as well. I've got multiple hats um, and multiple things going on. Um, but ultimately, I am a human being who is constantly working on myself to be a better human being, a friend, a better mother, a better partner, and just soaking up this journey of life. Um, I've had a real life experience that um, was very difficult and trying, and I've written a book about it. I had a relationship um, with a narcissist and was abused by this narcissist for, um, I'll call it eight years. I was with him for 10, but the honeymoon phase was, you know, the love bombing phase was the first two. And um, I really was oblivious to it, and it, it led me down this path of discovering that there were more things in my subconscious that allowed me to. And so I just, I'm always passionate about learning new things, self-improvement, and really just getting the message out there about, like, be careful. Like, don't be so naive and open-minded that everyone has your best interests in mind. Mm -hmm. We're going to definitely circle back to your book in a few minutes. The attention and adoration that is poured onto the empath by the narcissist is like a monsoon in a desert, and it feels so good because they've been parched and neglected for so long. This is just one of the many powerful messages from my book, The Empath and the Narcissist, How to Overcome Narcissistic Abuse, Recover from PTSD, Codependency, and Gaslighting Manipulation, a guide to heal childhood trauma with effective exercises. This book contains 20 plus healing resources, guided meditation, exercises, and journal prompts for healing, human design, and astrology concepts. Buy your copy on Amazon today. Uh, You you mentioned the journey of life, and I know that Mm -hmm. um, every experience that we encounter has the ability, Raven, to build us up. Or sadly break us down and at the end of the day it's really our choice but each experience is a part of our own personal process what does the process mean to you and your personal journey yes the process is I love how you have that phrase 
like that's really what I consider life to be. Life, if you are living life to improve and to evolve as a person, um, and I believe our souls have this journey as well, like this, this process of waking up is the first step, like waking up to what you're here to evolve into. What is your main struggle? What is a pattern that's always repeating that is bringing up pain? The process is finding that, shining the light on it, and then being able to rewrite that uh, subconscious programming. The process is to peel away the layers of the onion to see, ooh, what's kind of ugly and dark that I need to shed out of myself and my psyche. And it's a lifelong process because every circumstance, every event that may come up, every trigger that comes, you know, that brings up that pain is the process. You can't have the joy and the evolution without the pain, just like a diamond, you know, is formed into this beautiful, bright, shiny object. It's through heat and pressure. It's not an easy process. And so that's, that's how I interpret um, the process. Mm -hmm. Very well, very well said. It is, it is always, um, you know, a lot of times we all look for the just the, the silver lining, but we all know that life does does not always give us the silver lining at at first. And we have to go. I always use that saying, Raven, sometimes we have to go through to get through. And, you know, a lot of times we don't understand the things that we um, are forced to to deal with. But again, at the end of the day, when we look back at it, that process is what builds us It what it what makes us and it what makes us whole. But mo most importantly, like what you and I have an opportunity to do, we have an opportunity to share our experiences of our process with individuals around the world. So that, you know, that's rewarding. You know, I, I know you feel the same way. That's very rewarding to have an opportunity to share your experiences with individuals that you come in contact with. It is. And it's so it's very rewarding when you get the feedback um, to hear, like, I really appreciate listening to your podcast. It's really helped me. Because for me personally, I felt really alone and isolated, and that's what the narcissist does. But I didn't know even that I was dealing with a narcissist. I had no idea. So I felt upside down. I felt, uh, you know, like alone. And us sharing our stories and our experiences helps people not feel alone. And that, that feels very fulfilling because I, it's a horrible feeling to feel isolated. Everyone knows that, um, who knows me and knows well, knows that I'm a, a huge, huge proponent of growth and what I'd like to say growing forward. Not going forward, but growing forward. Can you yeah. describe a time? Or I know, well, let me back up. We all have, have had <laughs> multiple times. But can you describe a time or even two times when you had to accept the growth was necessary for Raven to grow forward? Yes. Um,. I will kind of pinpoint it to when I was just about to leave, right, my relationship with the narcissist. It was hard because I actually tried seven different times to leave and stay away. But every time I just always felt um, like this guilty pull back, like, oh, maybe I did something wrong. And so then I would reach out and apologize and I would get hook, line and sinkered back into the whole game. But the time that I really felt like I needed to grow forward was when I realized that 
this was not improving and it was getting worse and worse. It was starting to get physical. And I said, I need to just jump out into the abyss. Like, this is really scary. But I have to grow forward. Otherwise, I will just continue down this dark path and I'll never be able to get out. I had to really face my fear of the unknown and face my fear, which I truly believed no one else would love me. He was the only one that would. And I had to grow up. I had to grow and just say, I'm going to just stand in my own power, right? Like, being with this person isn't helping me and it's being more painful. So I got to the point where I was like, honestly, being with nobody, having no one else love me is much better than the pain and cycle that I'm experiencing with this person. I'm sure our listeners want to know because there's probably quite a few of them right now, Raven, who are going through um, some of the same challenges and some situations um, in, in, in a I'm going to say quite similar way. Can you tell our listeners when you felt enough was enough? Yeah. Um, there was one instance I went on a vacation um, out of state to visit with some family, which was very rare and completely divine because um, I really didn't talk to my family. I isolated myself from them. I was angry. He, you know, spoke up that narrative that they were bad to be or bad people. And so it just kind of like spewed this disconnect. So my aunt invited me and I was like, yeah, I'm open to it. I was really struggling with him and I wanted to get away, just get a breather, like get a different um, perspective in a different environment. And so I really enjoyed my time there. It felt really freeing. It felt like so much joy and peace. So when I came back, I was so excited to share with him all about it. And they had a big family and we had a lot of fun and the kids were great. And that was one of the biggest things um, about him is he didn't want a family. He didn't want to be normal. He wanted to be better than everyone else. And when I started to share with him over dinner, it was just constantly putting it down. Like he wouldn't even listen and acknowledge my feelings. And he had done this for years. But for some reason, in this awakened moment, I really realized, like, he doesn't care what I say. He doesn't care about other people. He doesn't care how my experience was. Like, the the lack of empathy and desire for just my another person's joy, like my joy, was not there. Mm -hmm. So that was a really, really key moment. And I remember going, and we were out in public at a restaurant. I remember going in the bathroom and just weeping and just, like this is this is it this is never going to change it was like my aha moment of my delusion that I could fix them I thought I, I was thinking I can never change his mind I can't fix him which is the real truth you can't ever fix anybody mm -hmm. so that, that was a big pivotal moment for me mm -hmm. wow change you know, I, yeah. it's it's tough. It's inevitable. And, you know, I've always said that, you know, for, for the most part, most people don't change until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. And I think I know yeah. I know we all have have gone through that. You have to to grow and, and deal with adversity and which I always say is the era spirit knowledge that we all need. But I know you, you, you talked about a lot of things, man, that, that we're going to definitely circle back to. I know change for me and, and for you was hard at first, messy in the middle, 
but ever so rewarding at its conclusion. You've outlined uh, a, 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 a factual element in your life when change did meet all those three criteria. Is there any other elements or any other um, times in your life when change was hard at first for you, messy in the middle, but ever so rewarding at its conclusion? Yeah. I mean, going to therapy after leaving, it was really scary. I had a strange, like, encounter with a dark shadow. I was really scared. The change was difficult, but um, I started going to therapy and really getting the labels. You know, it was messy trying to rekindle different relationships, having to break off or try. I was trying to continue certain relationships that were still connected to him, and it was really messy. And really complicated, um, just trying to speak up my truth. You know, I, I participated in hashtag me too. Was it right or wrong? I don't know. But I felt like I needed to start speaking. But when I did, it was really messy. And I got some major, major threats verbally uh, over text that I ignored, but they just kept barraging me. Um, and I even, it scared me so much. I had to call the police and the only advice they had was to block him. I was like, well, thank you so much for that. (laughs) Not action advice. It got really messy. And then in my relationship with my, um, new partner got even more messy because I would start uh, being triggered and then blame him for being that type of person where it was just a trigger. And he was just trying to voice something who maybe he was trying to draw a boundary maybe he was really frustrated with me like you have conflict and healthy relationships as well Mm -hmm. but I kept uh projecting that fear and that um like anger that I could never get out on my my ex with him and so that was really sticky and trying to figure out how we were going to move forward like in a healthy way And I really feel like I transformed a lot quicker because I started having children. I wanted to change the patterns. And all of that just was like a huge fuel to my fire to to change quickly. Now, it's been 10 years since, so I feel like it's been a long time. But at the same time, it it felt like a quick transition for how far in the mud I was. Mm. So, And now coming to this point in my life where... I can have open conversations with um, my partner and my children and listen to my partners like saying, hey, this this is part of your pattern. You said you wanted to break. I'm bringing this up. And for me to listen to it and correct myself is a really big, big step. And I feel like I'm I'm out on the other side. And it's really rewarding because I, I feel like I can, I can have healthy connections with new friends, with my existing family. I just feel that peace, like that I'm not emotionally linked and tied to that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. That's truly amazing. And that's what we all, at the end of the day, we all want peace. I don't think it's anybody who wants the stress and strife in their life. They want, they want peace in their life. I got to ask, um, what triggered or what made you say, wait a minute? I need to come out and I need to talk about this. I need to write a book about this. I need to get on the stage and, and, and uh, create a platform for individuals to, to come to me, for me to dialogue with, to get them uh, freed. I, I use that word a lot, freed from, from their internal selves. What, what made you decide to do that? When the onions, the layers of that onion started to peel back 
And I saw that I was used to that type of manipulation all the way back in my childhood, not in a vindictive way, but a very covert way because of a certain extreme ideology. I realized this means this is more, this is deeper than just us being in an abusive relationship romantically. All of us who have fallen prey to the narcissist have realized or felt it was normal to be treated that way. And that only comes from childhood. So it was almost going back into that core wound and realizing that that was really hard to get to. Like that was really difficult to see and recognize and admit. And it's still really hard to bring out into the open. And that is why I really found a passion to start speaking because it went deeper than just this one ex who we may be mad at. It goes deeper and it even goes systemic. Like it is infiltrated into so much of our systems and society and it just every, and to be honest, every Christmas I would get a real, like I would experience that manipulation. I would experience the covert, you know, I'd experience the emotional neglect and just the lack of meeting the expectations I had. Mm. I felt like I deserved to be loved and you know, have real communication with or find compromise over, you know, plans of Christmas, right? The holidays are always very triggering for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I would always come out, you know, January 1st going, I've, I've got to deepen. I've got to go harder. I've got to deepen. I've got to write more. I've got to speak more. I've got to blog more <laughs> because mm-hmm. this has got to stop, not just for me, but for everybody. Like we don't have to put up with this. We deserve so much more. So. That's where it came from. Beautiful. Well said. I hope I hope and those of you listening have, have are jotting some of this information down because it is key. It's about freeing yourself. Um, you know, life was designed for us to truly be happy. And for all intents and purposes, those of you who, who've heard me on, on multiple occasions, I've always said that life is so simplistic. You know, we and we're really at the end of the day, we're in control of three things. The the thoughts we think the actions we uh, the actions we take and the visions that we see and at the end of the day those seem so simplistic but we allow our own internal uh, battles to to go to war within and sometimes that's a tough place to go and and again i applaud you from for um, speaking out for sharing a message and, and doing it in a powerful way so again thank you last um top topic that i kind of want to spend some time with you on raven is where we are right now. I'm in season seven of the process, and and truly, it's been a journey from the very beginning with the foundation all the way through on the perfect storm, through where do we go from here to why not me, which really triggers a lot of what you're talking about. To um, uh, if I only knew then what I know now, to now what I'm talking about time. Um, Everything is centered or, or the importance of time and maximizing time that we're blessed to be allotted each day. And I talk a lot about that magic number, 86,400, the total number of seconds that we all get in a day. I want you to take a moment, if you would, and really think about what advice can you give our listeners today that will help them embrace the significance and help them maximize the time that we all have in life. Hmm. Yeah, time is like a cycle, just like the planet cycle and just like history cycles. And when the time comes, there's always the right timing for something, is to seize that moment to act. 
Well, you can't seize the moment to act if you're not prepared. And all those minutes, all those seconds in the day give us time to prepare. But if we're spiritually bypassing, if we're avoiding the reality, if we're hiding these things in the closet and not addressing them, let's say triggers that bother you, um, you know, different behaviors that are subconscious that you don't like about yourself, but you don't really want to fix because it's too hard or it's too painful to address. or you don't want to look back into your history personally because it's just, you just can't handle it. All, all of those things are necessary to address. They may be difficult, but if you're not prepared, the Stoics always say, you're not always thinking about doom and gloom. You're thinking about the worst case scenario because when it happens, then you're prepared, which is the same thing for when you face a certain social situation. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't really addressed your triggers, know where the root cause is, pull it out and heal it, then you won't be prepared to say what you really need to say to change the pattern or to act how you need to act to change that pattern so that that pain cycle stops. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important in our personal lives to do that. And then it has that trickle effect where it will affect our lives in the system's ways, in society. And, you know, we're able to do the right things for the collective as a whole because for us personally, we say no more. Hmm. So, of course, we're going to speak up. We're going to vote. We're going to put our money in places where we also say no more. Hmm. And that's really what we can do to use our time wisely. Hmm. Well said. So well said. You know, I always think about something that I utilize and say a lot. As I always remind people, time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, <laughs> yeah. but you can use it. You can You can't keep it but you can spend it. But once you've lost it, you'll never get it back. Never mm-hmm. get it back. Mm-hmm. You know, everything counts. Everything counts. And I think, you know, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for everybody else. And as soon as I came to the realization that my time is truly limited, but what I do with it is so valuable and who I come in contact with and my ability to affect change in the, those times, that 86,400 is so key. You know, and, and again, that's why I, I'm so uh, honored and proud of the messaging that you send out and, and you're giving to, to not only women, but men. Because, again, men have gone through yeah. a lot of uh, uh, narcissistic relationships as well. They, it's not a lot. Yeah. You, know, you don't hear it publicized a lot, but there is just as many mm-hmm. men who, who suffer through these types of events in life as, as women as well. Yeah, I have to say it starts with the mother, right? Uh, the Dalai Lama says the mother is the true conduit for children learning compassion Mm. and if you know if you either end up taking the dark path of being a narcissist or you've had that uh, you know done towards you it always starts with a mother so that when I learned that I was I was just like what you're saying with time I was like time is now for me to be the best Mm -hmm. mother I could possibly be so I can I can raise up, you know, empathic and emotionally intelligent human beings that can change the world. That's, that's that right. That really impacted me. That's right. That's right. You mentioned your book. Um, tell our listeners today how they can uh, get a hold of your book, a little bit about what, where they, um, what's it about, and more importantly, uh, how they can, can connect with you as well. 
Yes, my book is called Empath and the Narcissist by Raven Scott. And it is a book that helps you uh, heal from PTSD, overcome, uh, understand more about narcissistic abuse. It is a guide to help you heal. It's a healing guide. And at, e- at the end of each chapter, I have a exercise, <clears throat> excuse me, or a meditation that helps you heal. So I have uh, t- 12 chapters in total. And even at the last chapter, I have uh, all about human design, which I feel is a tool to help you know exactly who you are uniquely without your conditioning from society and your parents. So, um, yeah, it's a really big passion project. Um, it, it's a, a beautiful cover, actually, that's getting professionally designed as we speak. So it should be um, going back up with this beautiful cover in just a week okay. from when you're listening to this. Um, yeah, so you can find it on Amazon. Um, it's easy to find. Just search the title Empath and the Narcissist by Raven Scott. And you can find me usually on Instagram, um, chatting up, um, posting reels, trying to have fun with being creative with my videos to promote the podcast, which mm-hmm. is called Empath and the Narcissist. Beautiful. How often do you release um, um, new material for if our listeners just want to pop in and, and take a listen or um, yet is it, they can find it on YouTube as well, correct? Yes, I'm also on YouTube, yes. So uh, the YouTube channel is Raven Scott Show, um, and I do uh, twice a week on the podcast and once a week on the YouTube. So I usually um, air a guest on Thursdays and Tuesdays. I talk about either human design and how that can help us overcome narcissism or a really powerful message to educate about narcissism or how to heal the trauma, you know, trying really bring it down to very specific topics mm-hmm. to really pinpoint some of the things that trigger us. Beautiful. Thank you. I, I encourage, I encourage everybody to, to go to YouTube and, and uh, take a listen to this information as well as follow her on Instagram and uh, listen to the podcast. Great, impactful message. Again, I've always said, and I continue to talk to everybody about the importance of being whole, the importance of being whole. The, you know, Raven talked about mm-hmm. peace. Being able to to live a life with in in, in a peaceful manner um, that that we all seek. So it's not anything that is rocket science. It's something that we do have the power to control. So I do want to thank you for getting me getting us started today in this debut message for season seven of the process. I encourage again. I encourage everybody to to connect with her, reach out to her if you have any questions, need any guidance, any references, things of that nature. Definitely. Don't wait. Now's the time. We talk time, right? 86,400. Yep. Now's the time. Do not put this behind you any longer because, again, at the end of the day, if, if the truth be told, we don't know how much time we truly have. So, Raven, again, thank you so much for, for getting us started. I truly, truly appreciate you spending time getting up early and spending time with me today. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. And I don't think I, I put my handle. So you can DM me at Raven Scott Show on Instagram. Say that one more time. At Raven Scott Show on Instagram. Beautiful. Okay. We got it now. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank again, you. that's Raven Scott. You're listening to Mark V. Smith on Star 107 FM. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in every week. 
and finding this podcast. If you are new, make sure to hit that plus sign at the top or follow to make sure all of these new updates and empowering messages go straight to your feed. I pray that this message and my speaking on someone else's show resonated with you a little deeply, a little bit differently to embolden you, to gain resolve, to live your life as you deserve, to draw boundaries that are powerful, and then you can shine and you can be free. You can do whatever you want. So many of us who have finally left the narcissist enjoyed the tiny things. Being able to sit and binge a reality TV show or rom-coms or whatever our ex hated watching and controlled the TV because they always held the remote control. So all the little pleasures you will gain back, all the big pleasures you will gain back in life, and you will have this huge, immense amount of relief once you have drawn that hard boundary and left the narcissist. And that I know is not the end-all be-all and cure when you're dealing with a narcissist that possibly is a parent or you are co-parenting with the narcissist and you have to continue to deal with them. But there are boundaries and there are ways that you can shift the narrative. There are ways that you can gain your power back while they are still in your life. So find those for you. You all have a unique way. And of course, reach out and DM me on Instagram at Raven Scott Show. I'm happy to have conversations with you. I am contemplating doing one-on-one coaching. If that resonates with you, uh, reach out and let me know. I've been figuring out how I can support you better. Be that an app, a workshop, or one-on-one coaching. So you vote. Please let me know. DM me. uh, Take a screenshot of this and put it in the comments on your socials. Hey, I love one-on-ones or I really need an app to support me every day or I need a workshop that I can do on my own free time. Please help me with that. This podcast is here to serve. This mission is here to serve. And so I want to do that as best I can. So again, as a generator, I am here to wait to respond to your votes on how I can serve you. This is why the podcast is here. And always, always remember, remember that the courage that you need can be found in the muscle known as the heart. And keep your unique light shining. Swear I won't forget this, why do I regret this? In my mind reckless, thoughts are feeling endless Sitting up I'm breathless, anxiety's infectious I feel so defenseless, betrayed and embarrassed I hate being open, I hate being broken I feel like an ocean filled up with emotion Anger ain't a potion, rub it on like lotion I can feel it soaking, reopen, the scars have awoken I can't move on till I let go I feel so lost now Never at home, need to be strong every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I let